This is the Truth Network. Matt Slick is president and founder of the Christian Apologetics and Research Ministry. Matt is a Masters of Divinity and is ordained. He's passionate, and Matt stands firm and lives to defend and promote the Christian faith. Matt Slick doesn't take any <laughs> Monday through Friday, Matt takes calls from all around the world on his radio show. We've compiled this week's best, Matt Slick's Top 6. Number 6. Would it be considered a sin if you don't take communion? Is it a sin to refuse taking it? And that would be yes, because Jesus commanded that we do it. And if we disobey Christ, we are in sin. There's no requirement that you have to do it every time you meet in church and have a service. It does say those often as you gather, you know, do this. And I think that's a, uh, a good admonition that uh, the communion supper should be participated in more regularly than, say, once a month, as a lot of churches do. Number five. There's not one recording where they baptize, quote, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, close quote. It's always recorded as they baptize the name of Jesus. The phrase in the name of means by the authority of. We pray in the name of Jesus. So when you go to Acts chapter 4, verse 7, let it be known to all of you and all the people of Israel but that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. So when you baptize in the name of Jesus, what you do is you baptize this way. I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because that's what Jesus specifically commanded in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Number four. I was baptized as a Jehovah's Witness at the age of 14. At the age of around 24, I gave my life to Christ and so grateful for that. Should I actually get baptized again? The Jehovah's Witness baptism is not a true baptism. It does not count. It's a non-Christian cult. The thing is that their baptism has no validity whatsoever. Their theology is false, and they are leading millions to eternal damnation. So that was not a true baptism in the wildest stretch of the imagination. So you need to get baptized quickly. Number three. Well, a graven image in the context of uh, Exodus 20, uh, you're not to bow down before them. That's what it's talking about. In the context, when people had images, the images of their gods, and they were used in worship, and that's what a graven image was. Now, the Catholics, they like to have Jesus on the cross. Well, I don't like that. This is just my opinion. For one thing, Jesus is not on the cross, and two, I don't want any image of, of Jesus uh, in any way, shape, or form that I would look at. I, yeah. I just, because I don't want the blonde hair, blue eye, Caucasian circle for image in my mind either. Number two. My question is, would God call a Christian to the secular job of politics? And if he did, how would God even get the glory in such of a dirty game of politics? Who said politics is a secular thing? I thought it was secular because they lie a lot. You have to <laughs> cheat a lot. That's just from my perspective. I was giving you a tough question because all areas oh. of life are under the lordship of Christ. Nothing is ultimately secular. Everything is theological. Everything is, is under the purview of God. He allows secularists to rebel. But Christians are obligated to get involved in politics. Christians should be running for office all over the place. All over the country they should be running for office. Don't let the secularists have it. The secularists get in. They're going to behave like secularists. And then the Christians go, 
What are we going to do? Well, get off your lazy rears and do something. Stop waiting for the pre-trib rapture to come and rescue you out. Get out there and move. Could God speak to us or guide us in a certain way other than just strictly from the Bible? Yes. There's a doctrine that states, and rightfully so, that the Bible is a final authority and everything. Years and years ago, when I didn't have any calling from God, any direction to go, and I was begging him over and over and over again to use me, this intensity just didn't go away. And I kept praying. I had to be used of God needed to be used and this went on for weeks i could take you to the place where i was standing when i swear i heard the voice of god in my heart it wasn't audible but it was just there what do you want and i said to help as many people come into the faith as is possible to trust in you and i heard the second voice that impression kind of a voice and it was when early in life or late in life and i said late in life and after that, that urge to pray for that went away. It was answered. And now, the end is near. The show's over. It's good. you've enjoyed this episode of matt slick's top six for more on matt and his live syndicated call-in radio show go to truthnetwork.com got a question matt slick has your answer this is the truth network